Hello everybody, welcome to Neurological Deep Dive. I am your host, Jared Fawns. And today, I'm going to talk about something a little more strenuous than normal. So please bear with me. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. What we choose to talk about is a temper. And the best way to control and to deal with your temper and how that works for us is going to be a situation that we're going to work together with. So let me ask, do you have a bad temper? And how do you handle it? Do you tend to throw things, punch holes in walls, yell at people who your anger is misdirected at, take it out on the wrong individuals, if I should say so? Well, I'm dealing with that today. Punching walls, yelling at people, saying things that you don't mean to hurt people's feelings, and then once you're calmed down, it's all okay. Well, the thing is, is that you could punch somebody in the face, or you can say something hurtful to them. The thing about that is the punch in the face will heal while the words remain. And this is the dichotomy that we're stuck in right now with trying to be able to control your temper in a way to where it doesn't exacerbate the situation anymore. It should de-escalate, not escalate. And for me, that's what's happening. I'm, ha I'm happening to get myself into these situations where I'm getting angry and I'm saying things and I'm hurting people's feelings all while trying to do the right thing. And the more right you try, the worse you get. So let's dive into that a little bit, will we? So let me say this. My inability to control my temper correctly is doing way more damage than good. Because you see, you can be in a situation where you're not at fault, but because of the way you take it, you tend to overreact more than everybody else, which puts the limelight on you. And next thing you know, you are the focus instead of the individual who caused you to be upset. See, somebody told me before, and I'll say it again, and that you allow yourself to get out of control. You allow yourself to be angry. And when you realize that, even though it may sound easier said than done, it is absolutely the truth. Because the second you lose your temper, you are now the primary focus. So let's not be the primary focus and learn a better way to control our temper. Shoes weren't made with eggshells in them. So if you're going to be walking on eggshells, it should not be around the person that you're afraid to get upset. You should be able to voice your opinion. You should be able to say things in a way that shows decorum and get these issues ironed out as adults. So apparently there are some steps to take to controlling your temper and I'm going to go over a few with you and I'm going to take notes myself. Here we go. This podcast is about raising, rising to meet the great challenges of the day, to find ourselves in a climate crisis of great magnitude. And that climate is hot or cold. I'm not talking about global situations. I'm talking about temperament. Hot or cold are the temperaments. It's either one or the other. And if you fit that spectrum, you're at the right place. Neurological deep dive. So tip number one would be as to Find out what is actually your trigger point. What is making you upset? Why are you so upset? What did it? What was the thing that set you off? And are you dealing with it properly? Are you holding it in? Are you letting it fester? Because these things will tell the tale. I mean, we can always take the other route, which is avoidance. And avoidance is actually one of the things that can temporarily subside the situation. But avoidance, avoidance is not dealing with it. So what we want to do is find a way to deal with these situations instead of avoiding them. So I don't really believe that avoidance is necessarily the greatest 
thing to do to help your situation or make this situation less aggravating or arduous. So with that being said, I feel trying to pinpoint, target the emotional aggressor. Whatever is making you upset, identify it. Identify, point it out, and beat it into submission. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't get upset. You can't get angry if somebody's flirting with your girlfriend and they're just being overly aggressive. If somebody stepped on your tennis shoes or spit on you intentionally or did something like that, I'm not saying you're not allowed to get angry or upset. What I am saying is it is up to you to control the outcome of that situation as best as possible. And by controlling the outcome is logically controlling yourself. You can't control the other people. You can't control anyone else, but you can definitely control yourself. And I feel that most likely the anger comes from trying to control other people. How about that? Interesting concept. So because your anger is more in control of you than you are of it, the best thing you can do is to try to find a happy medium with your anger. Like you kind of almost want to take it out to dinner a little bit and find out what its likes are, its dislikes. So basically you're going to manage your anger. You want to know how to manage itself because see, like the world will give you a lot of ADD, ADHD, ODD, all these labels. And you don't have to be the label. You can actually work with what you are and who you are through what you got and what you were already naturally given. The thing is, is there's sometimes it takes a certain person or somebody to remind you that you are capable of changing the dynamics of everything in your life. And one of the thing is, is to by identifying the thing that has you feeling the way you feel. Once we identify it, then we can actually start to assess the situation, which makes everything a little bit more uh, copious, a little bit more easier to deal with. takes the stress off, the edge off, to where you can now start to mind process things before you hurt somebody's feelings or hurt somebody physically or say something that you can't take back. You know, when we die at a funeral, a lot of the people find out how wonderful you were at the funeral instead of in person because we wait to find out when they're dead to start saying all of the good things that they are. Like uh, Michael Jackson, for instance, he was a wonderful guy, a great artist, All of the good things came out after he died. No one spoke about the good things about him before he died. They always talked about how he hung his baby over the banister or what he did to these kids or basically everything that he did wrong. They didn't speak about what happened to him to get him to this point. Nothing of those calibers. So what I'm saying is is no one cares what took you to get mad. Just figure it out. Fix it. Or they're going to talk bad about you too. So my tip to number three is, is take a deep breath. Take a walk sing a song, go jogging, do anything that stops you from doing what you actually were going to do. And I'm speaking directly to those people who have this complexity of emotions because I feel like when you're angry and you get angry a lot, it's not so much that you're just an angry person and you're not really pleasurable to be around. It's that I feel like you feel deeper. You feel deeper than everybody else. Your your emotions are stronger. You might even care more or not liking caring more. Whatever the case may be, take a step back, figure out the issues within yourself, figure out yourself, do some self-talking, work it out 
because once you do, you'll find that life is way more pleasurable. It'll allow yourself a little bit more time before you react. The results that we ultimately want to achieve by controlling our temper and taking a breath and doing the things to de-escalate this situation ultimately is for survival. Yes, survival. Try to think. Try to think before you do something, say something, or when you feel these triggers. Think about your response, how you can handle a situation a little bit better. I promise you it'll work. I promise. So one of the best ways that I usually do when I want to calm down is I like to take a jog. I may even start drawing, maybe watch a movie, something funny, obviously. Um, bad boys is my choice. Uh, even jump on a computer and start making some music. Usually anything to keep me away from escalating the situation. Like, I didn't grow up in what you call a, a, a peaceful atmosphere. So a lot of the things that I deem as normal, society doesn't. So for that reason alone, and since I'm part of society and not part of this alter, altered world that I thought that I was living in, de-escalating and trying not to have people walk on eggshells around me or scared to say something around me because they were afraid that I might lose my temper. Well, I find that that tends to work a lot better. But what I also found is, is once you put on God's armor, and believe me, I'm not a holy roller, but I state this very carefully. When you put on God's armor, the demons attack you more viciously. They come at you from every angle. And when I say demons, these emotions that we're dealing with are just that, they're demons. Whether you are spiritual or non, it's still a demon. Because I don't believe in them, that doesn't mean that that's not what's going on. So when you feel these demons, or some people call it stress or anger, talk about it. Share it with somebody that you care about, to somebody who cares about you. Don't go to the neighborhood homeboy or what have you to go talk about that. Don't do that. Because they're going to be like, yo, bro, I don't care, you know... Man, forget all that stuff. Listen, man, let's go have a beer. Of course, that's the information you're going to get from them because they don't give a crap. Go to somebody who really cares about you. Like if you have a fiance, a wife, or a husband, or whatever you have, go talk to that person to get some of these things off your chest. And if you really can't find no one else, go somewhere quiet and talk to God. Granted, I feel sometimes that would have been my first choice, but to each his own. So despite the wonderful technologies advances of the world in the 20th century, they still haven't come up with a machine that stops you from harboring and holding on to all of the emotions that bother you. And if you're anything like me, you would probably bottle them up, hold on to them and put them in a storage, like right next to your storage of useless information. Well, yeah, that's where I usually put my, my, my anger is I put it right next to that storage cabinet. And the problem is, is that the storage cabinet of useless information is not often ac accessed, but the anger cabinet is always accessed. So if you are like that, taking a walk and all of these other things that we did previously mention can definitely help. And the way they help is because that is a way of de-escalating. And what we're trying to do is not exacerbate any more problems for ourselves. And as much as we want to bring the problem to other people, well, technically, it's not about them anymore because they got you in your emotions. And once they have actually achieved that, they are now in control of you and your actions, especially if you cannot control your temper. So before escalation takes place, try several of different things. If none of those things actually that I've already mentioned previously works, try humor. Try laughing at the situation. 
generally it actually has an opposite effect because if you laugh at somebody who's pissing you off it tends to make them upset because they're not getting to you they didn't crack the egg the way they wanted to to make all of the yolk spill out they just cracked it enough to visualize the yolk but they didn't crack it so now you're using humor so you're healing your crack and putting the cracks in them you like how i did that thank you telling a good joke making people giggle even in spite of their anger is a good way to de-escalate now let's not get that confused with being sarcastic and not fully giving a crap so instead of saying something that's funny you say something sarcastic which has the appeal of funny but yet have the effect of anger that's not really what we're trying to achieve here let's stay away from those de-escalation can come in very various different forms and another form would be taking a time out and i think i said it previously when i said take a walk take a jog do some exercises all of these things will help but they're also a form of taking a time out so taking a time out getting your mind and your thoughts together and trying to reapproach the situation with a better clear head generally does work now if you're one of those self-fueling individuals and i say that because some people will add on to the situation by self-thinking it up not thinking it down but thinking it up so even though nothing is being said your mind can go amok and start having playing havoc on you because you'll be like oh well they did this and they did that but really they're not paying the consequences for what they did anymore you're just now adding to it so taking a walk will alleviate some of those things taking a time out will alleviate some of those things taking a workout will alleviate some of those things all of that will work just because we're grown and we don't get grounded anymore we are still capable of taking a time out to clear your mind to clear your head and i believe that uh i do that quite often and it works for me because uh creating a better life for those who are around me uh being a better husband better fiance better brother a better friend those are valuable things to me and I, I try to achieve them by uh, implementing some of these strategies, decompressing myself and getting my ego out of the way because I am not the alpha male, I'm a sigma male. So I know when to be aggressive, when to take my place or when to sit down and be told what to do. This is the best tip of all. If in fact none of these things work, no one to ask for help. No one to say that this is beyond your means, you're not qualified to get the help that you need or give yourself the help you need. So outsource that, outsource that idea. Get some help from a professional. There's tons of people out there who specialize in this area and know exactly how and to implement the tactics needed for you to have success in this area. This has been another Neurological Deep Dive with your host, Farid Fawns. I hope you enjoyed this show and stay calm, everybody. Love life, love your neighbor, love yourself. Thank you for listening.